Hey guys, again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our show. And if you love what you see, and I know you do, please rate, review, and subscribe. It would mean so much to us. Yeah, it absolutely means the world to us. Helps us get out to a wider audience. Really just capture more people that we can help you with this show. Again, you're getting value. Check us out. Thank you again. So grateful to you. It is Monday, folks. It is my favorite day. Why? Because it is Mothers of Multifamily. And I have, oh my goodness, I met this amazing woman on Facebook and I see her all over the place. She gives so much value. I want you all to, to give a whole big internet round of applause for Kavitha Baratake. Welcome, Kavitha. Thank you so much for having me, Tali. Well, thank you so much for being here. So, my amazing mother, you, how do you do it all? How are you able to do everything that it is that you do? And it's an extensive list. I mean, you are, you've been in IT, you have been all over the place, 10 years of, of real estate experience. How do you do it all and raise your daughter and be a provider for her? How do you do it? I don't do it all. <laughs> I think I think we all have the illusion of doing it all, but we have our own struggles underneath that and people don't yes. always see it, right? It always seems like someone's got it together, but sometimes I don't. I don't have it together. <laughs> let's let's dive into that a little bit because you know I can relate. The other mothers around there can relate. I mean, we have these sort of internet personas of like these women who do it all and be, we're being it all. But how, how can you relate to that woman that's trying to get into multifamily, trying to get into real estate? And she's just like, I don't have enough time. I have my kids. I have my husband. I don't have a husband. How, like, what do you say to her? I'd say, you know, one step at a time, right? You don't conquer it all in one day or one, you know, I just got off the call with someone who's really new to multifamily and she said, oh, I just literally got introduced to multifamily 10 days ago, you know? So you start somewhere, we all start there, right? And we didn't just wake up and grow, learn about any investing or multifamily or anything or anything under the sun. So just like baby steps, right? So okay. for me, it was the baby steps were, I got my first rental house when I decided, hey, everything's, you know, rock bottom right now. It was 2009. Okay. So I got my time. first rental house and I tried to, you know, my realtor was trying to sell me like 10 houses on the same street, all on foreclosure. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I wish I could sign up for that, but I don't know what it is to be a landlord. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I could support, I mean, I'm a single mom. I don't think I could support 10 houses if my tenants decided not to pay me. So maybe I don't want to bite off more than I can chew, right? Smart. Well, let's do one and see how it goes. I want to learn the experience of being a landlord, what it involves. And my first tenant was like the absolute best tenant I ever had. So it was lucky. <laughs> and from there, I ended up buying, you know, adding more um, to my portfolio as I went on the next seven years. So a lot of it was like that whole BRRR strategy or whatever, mm -hmm. where you refinance. I didn't know it was called that, honestly. For me, it was just like, oh, I have equity. What do I do? I pull it out and I buy another house. It just makes sense. <laughs> 
markets, right? And after that, someone told me about this BRRR strategy, and I was like, oh, that's what it's called. It's got a name. <laughs> <laughs> it know. didn't back. It didn't back then. It wasn't until the advent of Bigger Pockets that oh, that name came out. That BRR. I don't know how many R's yeah, <laughs> came out. Hours, I think, yeah. Yeah. Refer, rehab, refinance, I don't know. Anywho, like you were doing it. You just started. You started off with one and started to add on as you went along. You took those steps to get yourself forward. Explain mm -hmm. to me more steps and how were you doing this while raising your daughter? You said you're, you were a single mother, so you're raising your daughter on your own. You were in the IT sector and you're getting into real estate. You know that's where you're supposed to be. How do you keep on building your, your empire? Uh, I think education, right? The investment you make into yourself is the best investment you can ever make. And I spent a lot of time learning, um, learning hands-on with my own properties and then uh, paying, like I was telling someone the other day before I got into multifamily, I spent almost two, three years driving up and down Dallas every weekend, sometimes taking my daughter with me, sometimes dropping her off somewhere, my dogs, and I'm just like making it happen. You do what you need to, right? And when you have a full-time job that's busy, and I know it can be hard, but like everything else, when you don't have time, you make time. <laughs> that's just, I yes. totally believe that. You can never have time for everything that you do. You just make time. Well, and then when you do have time, you fill it with something. Else. I, don't, I don't know where this time thing comes from. I always think I'm going to have more time when I do X, Y, Z, but then you know, ABC comes along and all of a sudden my time is not my own again. No, I mean, in everything you're doing, like taking the steps, getting the education and making it happen while having your daughter. I mean, that, that just warms my heart. I was actually the child of a single parent. So I saw the struggles that my mom went through. How do you think your struggles have, have shaped the way your daughter has grown up? I think it's positive, right? Like I look at it as, you know, I'm being a role model for her in the sense that mm -hmm. she knows that she can do whatever she wants to. And for me, honestly, quitting my full-time job was a huge leap of faith. Although I felt like I had created passive income to do that, I, it was still a jump. Mm -hmm. And what I really think that the last year has helped her learn from my experience is that she can do anything she sets her mind to. And I think that's such an important lesson in life for kids to learn uh, that I feel, you know, hey, I don't know if this was the right move for me to quit a really amazing, awesome paying job. But <laughs> if nothing else, what I think I have taught to her is that you can do whatever you want to. You know? That so. is an amazing thing to teach your daughter. Uh, just letting her know that she has the strength to do it on her own. That's amazing. That is amazing. So tell me about, tell me about you. I, I see you on Facebook and you're always giving all the value. I mean like hashtag all the value. And that's how like I started noticing you. We weren't friends right off the bat. I just started noticing your posts and I was like, all of a sudden I was like, I need to know her. And then I started hearing your names from like Liz Faircloth actually wrote me an email saying, Keely, you have to have this list of women on your podcast and you were there, you were right there. And I was just like, okay, okay, well there's, 
I got, I have to have her on. And then we started having conversations online and it's just, you're all over the place giving value. That's the thing. You're always giving value. Tell me a little bit about what you do online and how you promote just this amazing mindset. Um, I think for me, the, the sort of giving value was essential for me to establish my business. And honestly, a big part of it, I have to give credit to um, a few multifamily mentors that happened to come my way when I started early. And I realized that any business should be first and foremost about giving value to people or bringing value because I never liked hard selling. You know, that's just not me. And I identified that very quickly before, you know, we've all been through a hard sale. Mm -hmm. You had someone sell you a car and I'm like, that's someone, every time I thought of sale, I cringed. And when I started my own business, I was like, I just don't want to be that person. Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think value creation is a very important aspect of that. I always want to feel like I'm bringing value to people. And if that, 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 that means they're interested in my product, so be it. If they're not, it's not for everybody and it's okay. Um, and truly and speaking, bringing, uh, I think educating people really makes me happy. A friend of mine was telling me the other day, it seems like you're more into education than you're in real estate. I'm like, hmm, you know, I actually believe that's true. I love doing these webinars. I love connecting with people and just talking face to face. So I just realized it's my persona. It's what I enjoy the most. So it's really not, uh, so creating value is not like a secondary part of my business. It's like the primary part of why I exist. And I feel like I'm adding uh, something to people's lives and it makes me happy. It just does. It's not that, about the money. See, that's amazing though. I mean, as real estate professionals, as real estate investors, that's all we really do. So you're just extending what we do. We add value. When we purchase a multifamily building, how do you make money? You add value to it. So how do you promote and help the world by adding value to it? So you're just basically taking the tenants that we, we live by and extending it into education. And for all my listeners out there, mamas, if you're looking for value, if you're looking for some way to step up and like take the next step, you need to find podcasts, you need to find free content, free cut. Co- There's so much free content out there, but I'm going to jump into something that you just talked about. You talked about mentorship. How did actual mentorship and finding, doing your due diligence and finding a mentor, how did that help you take what I can only assume is your largest step? Absolutely. I, I think having a mentor is absolutely critical to making that big leap because on your own, I mean, I did my single family on my own for seven years, but what I've done the last three years has been a huge step up from what I did seven years before without a real mentor to guide me. So I think having a good mentor, and I think there's so many mentors out there. So it's, it's good to find someone that you're in sync with, like principles and otherwise, and just follow what they've done. I mean, why redo or reinvent the wheel when people have already done what you want to do yes. and just model them and don't recreate the wheel. Yeah. 
Yes, no, exactly. And that's what a mentor should be for you. Mm-hmm. They should be able to give you the step-by-step process of how they did it, why it worked, and how you can just copy everything that they did and make it your own. And that's what a me- good mentor should do. For all of my listeners out there, can we dive a little bit more into how how you did it as a mother, how you took those steps. I really, really want to hear, because like, as a mother, uh, taking care, especially right now, I know, I, I know I'm supposed to, as a podcaster, I'm supposed to make this evergreen, but forget that. Right now, we are in the dregs of COVID. It's COVID-19 season, and we are all at home. We're taking care of our children. So as a mommy, like my focus right now is on my children, like ultimate focus. And then business is like here on the, like whenever I have time, I'm like, okay, multifamily, come back here. Let me take care of you. So as a mommy and as a single mother, how are you taking care of your business and raising your daughter in this time? So I think a lot of multitasking <laughs> I happen to be. Yes. <laughs> I, 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 I thought multitasking was efficient until I realized, okay, maybe not too much of it is efficient. So I still do it admittedly, but um, I think just um, it helps. I, I don't have a three-year-old, so I think that helps, you know, and I've been through that phase and that was uh-huh. hard, <laughs> but she's 15 now. Mm-hmm. So that gives me a lot more time and she is pretty self-sufficient. I think all of us should aim towards what I realized is I'm very grateful for this. And I didn't realize I was doing this um, is that she's very independent. And I've created an independent child. If I'm not around, she'll make sure she's fed. She'll, still, <laughs> she'll get her own stuff. So I think that's helped me a lot. Um, and- just having, creating that independence within her or teaching her how to be independent. Um, as far as, her schoolwork, I mean, she's been very self-driven, so I've never had to push her. And if I did, it was more like checking on things. So I have to say she's, for most practical purposes, pretty self-sufficient. <laughs> and that oh, that, no, that is all great information, especially for, you know, the parents with younger children, just to teach your children how to be independent, especially moving forward. Like you... It's like, it's like setting up your multifamily business and your multifamily, your multifamily buildings. You make sure you have the foundations in place. So you set your daughter up for success because one day you're not going to be there to cook, to clean, to provide her with a house. One day she's going to have to take those steps on her own. And by, by giving her that information, that ability to know that she can do anything and be anything and take care of herself. That's huge. So thank you for that. Not only for my listeners, but for me as well. Just a nice reminder that one day, my little guys, my, I can still carry them all. One day I won't be able to, and I should be grateful that I taught them how to be independent. So before I let you go, what's one more thing, and you've already given us so much value, but what's one more thing that you can give my mamas, even my papas out there, to take them on their next step in their multifamily journey? Uh, I think for me, my mindset's been really important for for any successful person. I think that's the most important factor. I mean, you can do um, a lot of things, 
but until you believe that you can actually achieve your goals, I feel like you, you really are spinning your wheels, but if you don't believe that truly. So I think changing your mindset, because I hear, I've talked to a lot of people and that's one thing I've learned looking at the big picture of people is that people always, let's say, they say, hey, I don't have enough money or I don't have enough time or enough. They're looking at the lack of, right? And when you're looking at the lack of, you cannot create the abundance or the, 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 you know, the abundance of it is comes from focusing on the abundance or the, that's one thing I've been teaching my kids as well. So I'm doing this financial education series for teenagers uh, and kids since during the COVID crisis, I thought, okay, how can I give back to these kids? And that's something which is really close to my heart. And what I've realized is when you can teach, one of the things I did teach my kids the first class was that I always want you to focus on abundance, whether it's health, wealth, happiness, whatever in life, right? Like look, change your mindset to look at the positive and at the, the not the lack of, right? If I don't have enough money, I'm not looking at, oh, I don't have enough money. I'm looking at how can I create more? So I'd say that's probably the game changer in my opinion, for me and for people that I've seen were successful, they never focus on the lack of something. It's always, it's always reaching for the more. There's always enough out there. I love that ab abundance mindset and that how can I mindset. Yes, we are being faced with this crazy crisis. We're in the midst of a pandemic, but just staying in those, like having that, letting yourself stay in the dregs and negative thought isn't going to help you you have to believe in order to achieve. You have to believe that you can take that next step. Even in these crazy times, you just stop looking at the lack of stuff and look at the abundance. All of that information, thank you so very much. That, I mean, for my listeners, if that hasn't helped you take the next step, I don't know what will, because that is the abundance mindset to the umpteenth degree. So thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so grateful. Thank you for having me, Pili. I saw you at uh, Raising Capital Summit. And yes. I, was like, I need to talk to her. <laughs> yes. <So laughs> Yay. To finally catch up. You yes. were amazing there. So thank you so I much. And thank you so much for coming to that. That was, that was so much fun. Um, Adam Adams, Raising Capital summit um raising money summit ah. raising money summit. yes raising money summit fantastic i know he's going to do it again next year so if you're all listening to this uh i think he has tickets on sale so it's amazing and then before i let you go if how can how can my listeners reach you how can they find your education for teenagers how can they figure out how to take the next steps if they want to talk to you where do they go Sure. Uh, I have um, my, my business is called Cherry Street Investments. It's mm -hmm. cherrystreetinvestments.com and I'll share the links with you. Uh, I also have a webinar sign up there. So I do, normally I do twice a month webinars right now uh, with COVID season in progress. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my webinars are dialed up to once a week for adults and then awesome. I have once a week for kids as well. Fantastic. I will leave the links in the show notes because those webinars are key. They're key advice and they're so timely, especially since you're letting them out once a week. I know whenever there's information, 
you have it and everybody else should too. So again, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Billy. It was great talking to you. And for all my listeners out there, again, if you loved what you heard today, please rate and review, subscribe. It would mean everything to me. I'm so grateful to you for listening. Bye now. Join us for your second cup of coffee every Monday through Friday at noon. Live every day bring us our best content we've done so far. Super excited, super engaging, bunch of great guests. We're here to answer your questions and we so appreciate you listening. Make sure to check this out. Can't wait to see you.